Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're listening to America's Off-Road Podcast, brought to you by Off-Road Power Products. Fueled by enthusiasm, a passion for the outdoors, and a spirit of adventure, we drive the industry we love. Oh, we're rolling? Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of America's Off-Road Podcast. Got Coop with me today. Hey guys. How goes it, Coop? I'm just living the dream. Yes, sir. And today we are going to cover air up and air down. What to do, how to do it, why we do it, what's right, what's not right. Yeah. Good tools to have. Um, Mm -hmm. Because in support, I think it's it's really kind of... To a certain extent, falls at least for me with a lot of questions I get almost in that gears category of like it's the basics. Yeah, something that people are like, oh, I don't need a compressor, I don't need to air down. You or only air up, the only people who say that are people that haven't had it, and it is life changing. Oh, it is next road. level. Once you realize how much you will adjust your tire pressure, like I know before how many times that, and now I don't. I don't even think twice if we're on a trail that's a little bit rough, and I'm like, yeah, well, I want to adjust my tire pressure because this is not enjoyable, and I want to make this enjoyable. Yep, I will. I am adjusting my tire pressure all the time because we it's do it a lot on that easy, like logging roads and stuff. Totally, why not? Yeah, it makes the ride change pretty drastically, and it's one of those things that uh, it's funny. I just got into a conversation with someone in the parking lot. They went to a local big tire resource and got new tires. Um, put on their truck. And I was like, well, you should have just come here. We could have talked you through all of it. Yeah. And uh, they, they realized that, oh, well, you guys do that stuff. And I, <laughs> I think that's the other big thing is people don't realize how much we do here. But yep. they went there. They bought a set of tires. And this just speaks volumes as to how little these tire outlets actually know about what they're doing. They put a different rated tire on the truck than the truck came with and set the tire Ooh. pressure to what the sticker on the truck said. That's no bueno. So now you have a truck that that says that it requires 80 PSI tire pressure based on the stock tires Ooh. that it comes with, and they have a tire on it that's max 65. 
They're like, holy cow, man. I was driving down the road and it was like <laughs> rattling my brains out. I'm like, yeah, no Kidneys kidding. are getting beat up. Because the tire pressure that's on the tire is for max payload. Yeah. And nobody's running around max payload except for maybe a hotshot guy and, and some construction guys and a few others. So, like, to run max tire pressure, why do you hate yourself? <laughs> yeah, seriously. But I didn't – I mean, even me – and anyone that, that starts into it, until you start playing with tire pressure and really just letting it out and airing it back up and messing around with all that stuff, you don't realize how much of an improvement that can make. And I don't know that it's any more relevant than snow wheeling. I have seen oh, man. two to three PSI be the difference in the kind of traction that you'll get in the snow. That was going to be my next reference to that was when I went snow wheeling with you up in Idaho. And it was nonstop. We started, I think, 15 PSI, and yeah. then I was struggling. Okay, we'd drop it another five, drop it another five, and I was at like eight or six PSI. Mm -hmm. And it was night and day difference. Night and day. Yeah. But, um, but being able to do that and, and to air up. Requires so you some don't, things. It requires some things. And any more, that's on my, like, basic <laughs> like initial setup number list one. for the rig. What yeah. do I need? <laughs> I need an air compressor. Yep. I need air down. Like, I would put an air compressor, I would put onboard air and air down tools above lockers because you can do so much with just that before you even need to jump into using lockers. Yep. And I think the other thing that is really practical about airing down and having the ability to air back up is even if you're not a big wheeler, airing down could be the difference of getting out of a ditch right. or calling a tow truck. Totally. If you don't have the right equipment. I mean, it it's... One of the, like you said, one of the first things in pretty much every build we do, when I get the list of stuff of Kyle, this is what we're going to do, is how we're going to build it. It's air compressor, air down tools, it's right up on the top. And I think right. every rig we have has got all that stuff in it, even oh, our bases. side by sides. Totally. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and, and I know it was one of those, like you think back on, like this is making me think back to all the little things that we did that made me realize it. And even <clears throat> I went to Off Road Expo, we were in the Synergy manufacturing booth for off-road expo back in 2012 and uh had the diesel jk and i was max tire pressure on the tire that was yours right yeah okay and backing it up on the ramp there to get it all flexed out showcase the suspension parts and uh it was a really tall ramp and i didn't have the lockers in and the tires started spinning opposite corners and so we let a little air out of the high side tire and that's all you needed to and do it lets it settle down yeah everything <laughs> hits and backed right up on it. and i was like oh yeah tire pressure, tire pressure. Playing, playing with tires <laughs> it can be the difference between having traction and not even yeah. when you're articulating <clears throat> so for someone that doesn't have a locker and oh, yeah. lockers are, are big investments an air compressor is a cheap investment for comfort quality of ride and just being able to deal with trail repairs. I mean, even so far as if you aren't running beadlocks and you unbeat a wheel. Yep. Like, I don't know how many times we've been out on the trail and somebody hasn't had beadlocks, went too low, lost a bead, didn't have an air compressor. And you go over, put a good jack underneath, jack it up, throw a ratchet strap around the tire so we suck it in so that the bead sticks out a little bit. Throw the compressor on, boom, reseated. Not a problem. About what could have been a day ended... Yeah, because nobody <clears throat> if nobody had been prepared, turned back into, well, that was a fun little exercise. Let's keep moving. <laughs> so when you when you're airing down, uh, for those of you that are total novice and don't know why or what you should do, uh, why don't you go in a little detail about what airing your tire down actually does? 
and why you would do it. Why? Well, what it what it does is it uh, increases your pounds, or actually it decreases your pounds per square inch by giving you a bigger footprint. So when you let the air out of the tire, what you're allowing that sidewall to do is lay down a little bit. So you end up with more sidewall traction, which is why you'll see a lot of all-terrain and, and uh, mud terrain tires come with more tread design on the sidewall <clears throat> because they know, like, uh, for example, that Nitto Trail Grappler, you have full-blown yeah. lugs yeah, that's on a the sidewall. So when you let the tire pressure out, you end up laying down and you have that much more surface area on the ground so it, it it distributes the weight of the vehicle over a larger footprint which gives you fewer pounds per square inch to let you stay on top of what it is that you're and it's really noticeable in the snow stay on top of of some of that frozen pack or tundra so that you yep. end up with more traction the rig is distributed over a larger footprint it's easier to get over things yeah so what about for the guy who's the overlander and maybe isn't doing hard obstacles or isn't going in the snow, why would he want to air down if he's just cruising down 500 miles on a, you're a gonna, dirt road? You're going to take all that harsh vibration that's going to come from the little choppy stuff that you're probably going to come across, whether it be washboards or little rocks, this and that. And you're, it, you're talking about different <clears throat> tire pressures. Obviously, we go yeah. to Moab, and there's traction for days. Yeah, on the rocks. <clears throat> yeah. We want it to be comfortable. I'll usually set set my rig to 12 PSI and leave it there for the week. Like, I'll just drive it everywhere for the week. In a heavy, loaded-up, full-size truck, that's a little tough to do, 12 PSI, because you're also hauling a whole lot of weight. Mm -hmm. But letting a little air out and watching what your sidewall does and playing around and finding what's comfortable for your rig, because it's different for every vehicle, is going to take all that bite all that initial little stuff completely out of the equation you're just going to ride along smooth mm -hmm. and easy and and it'll be enjoyable you're not going to take away from what you're trying to enjoy because of the harsh vibrations of everything and it's it's like and i cannot stress that tire pressure is individualized more like i don't know how many yeah. sites i've hopped on that i've seen everyone what what tire pressure are you running <laughs> and it's so individualized yep. that it's really hard like my my jail and my truck are going to do two different tire pressures because they're two completely different weights yep and, and it's going to my utv it. even at that i mean shoot my utv on this last trip um that uh, bdr out yep i was sitting at six psi oh wow and they don't they don't even look like they're bulging from the weight of the rig because the rig only weighs 1700 pounds yeah Yep. So it's not really enough weight with that big of a tire and four of them that you're going to end up bulging them out a whole bunch. But sure. usually I end up watching the sidewall and seeing what it does and getting to a point where I feel comfortable and I'll try it for a little bit. Sometimes I'll put a little more in, sometimes a little little more out. But that's kind of the beauty of having a good air up system. Yeah. And it's going to change, correct me if I'm wrong, from tire to tire too as well, right? With Oh, yeah. So Completely. That, Do you have an E-load rated tire or a C-load sure. rated tire? Yeah, and when you're looking at the sidewall for a wheeling trip, what are you looking at for the people who have no clue what you're talking about? Like, what? I'm looking at how much it starts to bulge out, how much it, it starts to roll stick over. out, roll over. I mean, obviously, if you're in the rocks and you have a heavy rig, you've got to be careful of pinch, which is you've let enough out that now that tire can squish enough that you're going to end up pinching the tire on the bead. Which we did on UA, but that was more of a because it went That was more of a power air. slam <laughs> and came down 
on all of its That weight. was a definite incomes John Cena. <laughs> yes. Boom. <laughs> right on <laughs> to the sidewalk. Yeah, we cut we cut that tire mm, halfway around with the bead. Like yeah. That's how bad it was. And if anybody is looking for advice on a good tire, the Nitto Trail Grappler oh, man. or the Ridge Grappler, any of the Nitto tires really are epic. Oh, I'm, I'm super sold. strong sidewalls. I'm sold on that, that Trail Grappler. <coughs> I'm confident enough in it that I, I don't run a spare on my JL. Yeah. Yeah. Those those wheels are rad, or tires. Um, So to air down, there's a pretty important tool. Yep. Well, for me, the tool that I go to, my go-to on that, is that ARB air down tool. It's it's kind of nice. It uh, threads onto the valve stem. It's got a slide valve on it, and it allows you to remove the valve core. Yep. So you end up pulling the valve core. tells you what the pressure is, and you, you pull up on the, on the slide, and it will release a massive volume of air. So you're not going to spend a whole lot of time pushing in the Schrader valve and and then getting your old school little tire gauge that goes boink <laughs> and you're like oh i used to be able to see good but now i can't so i wish i knew and they even go so far as to make a digital version they now, do have a digital one now which is which is really cool really nice same with the the gauge for airing up yep um but, but what yeah what you were just saying about those air down tools is what makes it awesome especially if you're running 37 40s or even 35s is when it pulls that valve core out and massive amounts of tons air. of air come out so um, it makes it quick You're and you don't have to day. worry about losing your valve core or anything like that because it stays inside the tool yep it's all screwed on secured mm-hmm. and then it's got a gauge where every time you close it it gives you your psi readout we should do a video on using one of those we've got one on our youtube oh it's kyle's corner what we did a whole air down video you can check it out there with this tool yeah it's pretty cool but yeah it, and, and it's important to have that readout because and i know you in particular, don't do the same PSI on all four tires. A lot no. of times, like when UA, every time we got out, it's like, hey, let's do 13 in the front, 15 in the rear. When for me, it's just because <clears throat> I know the weight difference. Sure, is going to be different, and usually I'm higher in the front on howitzer because that big Cummins engine is up gotcha, there. Gotcha, gotcha. And it needs it a little bit more, but the rear is quite a bit lighter. So to to give myself plus, typically on most of the rigs we build, the rear axle is the big. It's yep. the big workhorse axle. Mm-hmm. So the more um, traction you give an axle, the more strain you put on it. So I like to, if I'm going to load up one of the axles, I want to load up the strongest one. Sure. And it's on that note too, especially with a big heavy truck like Howitzer or any wheeling rig for that matter. You know, I, I kind of was raised in the OPP industry or OPP family as like use your lockers as a last resort. Yeah, you know you don't want to have them on all the time. One, you can't steer with them on. It's and, hard to steer. And if you are able to air down and let it do the work, you won't have to get into a situation where you might have to use your lockers. Or not. No, and, and then when you grip. do use the lockers, and and this all comes back to like <clears throat> stuff I learned from Chris Durham. You know, he's like, you wanna you wanna be a good wheeler. He's a good guy. Then wheel hard for like a year or two, and don't let yourself use the lockers. Yeah, because if you get good at seeing the terrain and reading the terrain and not making it overly easy you're going to learn how to make it super easy Mm -hmm. with the lockers because you're going to be able to read the terrain which is why i mean even even you and i and and i'll take cues off of you there have been a couple of times that i've read the terrain all wrong 
you've picked a line. I've been like, oh, well, that worked out way better than I expected it <laughs> I to. I'm going to go that route. I think it's more of like, what just happened to Kyle? That's not. Yeah. Like, he blacked out and <laughs> killed it, and it just, was awesome. Kyle, that was an awesome line. What happened? I blacked out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How's my drive line? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and what's really cool about these air down tools is they're, it's a really in, inexpensive investment. It's not going to break the bank. I think no. they're like, don't quote me, but it right around like the $40 range. Um, yeah. Th- it's not a lot of money and it gives you an exact readout of your PSI. So you only have to do it one time and you know, you're ready to go. And uh, it seems a lot when I go with them with you, you err on the side of caution and you usually go high first because then you don't have to get out all the other stuff that we're just about to talk and about. It's but just, it's just easier to, let it's a easier to let air. her out than mm-hmm. it is to put air in. Sure. So if I'm going to give it a go, then I'm going to end up going to something like a known value and then adjust from there. So make sure you check out the ARB Easy Deflator. They have one with a a regular readout and a digital readout. Oh, what's the analog? Is that what the? Yeah, digital and analog. Digital and analog. Uh, Digital is going to be a little more expensive, (coughs) but got to have one of those in your truck. And back to the topic of it can get you out of a ditch if you're in a pinch. If you don't want to splooge and get the ARB air compressor right out of the gate. Splooge or splurge? Splurge (laughs) and get the ARB air compressor right out of the gate mm-hmm. um it's a great tool to have just for recovery purposes it's like i said you get more traction you can get out of that's gonna be a tough one to come back from huh yeah. let's just delete yeah, <laughs> yeah. remember um, that time i told you not to follow me in yeah. My lab? <laughs> that was, uh, yeah and i followed you yeah um so yeah check them out They're super cool get you out of a pinch um and if you have to you can still drive home on uh tires that don't have a lot of air so <laughs> It's hot in here. It is hot in here. It just got real weird. Um, so once you air down, it's not recommended that you drive around with yeah with no psi. Yeah, no, no PSI. with with low. Good job. <laughs> yeah, crush that one. Um, so you air down. You you either get out of where you're stuck or you're done with your wheeling trip. Yeah, and you got to air your tires back up. Yeah, they have some pretty cool things now. A lot of people don't know about. Oh, man. Onboard Air. Yeah, Onboard Air. Um, and Airb has really cornered the market with their, their lineup. They've oh, got their, their single little um, locker-only compressor. They've got their single air compressor, which is supposed to be good up to a 35-inch tire. And then they have a twin air compressor. And, and me, personally, from a duty cycle standpoint, I say yep. go big or go home because chances are you're going to have friends on the trail that – aren't going to have onboard air and they're going to need some help and you want something mm-hmm. that you can run continually and that uh, twin air compressor is well worth the investment and and some of the supporting companies that come along with those like um innovative jk i'm running one of their yeah uh compressor mounts on my uh <coughs> jl pumpkin and it puts that twin air compressor right underneath the passenger seat i've got an outlet on the driver and passenger side and I can air up all four tires at once. And typically I'll do that quicker than most people air up one tire, which really kind of blew my mind. Yeah. Like I, you would think that a twin air compressor is going to work quicker doing one tire at a time. Sure. But with the volume that it does, I think you, Kept you let it. it work freer. Sure. Doing all four at once with the size hose that, or hose that we have. And um, I'll have four 40-inch tires aired back up to 25 PSI, which is all I typically run on that thing. Uh Quicker than some of my buddies will have 137. Yeah. 
So these compressors, I mean, this onboard air, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's And they're not that big, you know, because no. like Cooper said, he's got his mounted underneath <laughs> his passenger seat. So it's it's literally an air compressor. Um, and what's cool about these, and they work just like an air, you've got an air chuck, you plug your hose in, you get your air up tool, you hook it up to your tire, and off you go to air and up. But Boom. What is really cool and what ARB has done recently is they, they just released a little while ago a whole bunch of universal bracket systems for it. So yep. you can get... Um, you know, if you don't know where to mount it, they make a universal thing where you can, you know, mount it off the frame. You can mount it inside, ex- outside. Um, but they also have portable We, we make our own twin air <coughs> weld on. We do. For the fabricating. The guys that want to do a little bit more on their own. And it's yep. it's a bent plate with um, dimple dies and <coughs> everything else that allows you to figure out where you want to put it yourself. But Was that designed during grandma phase? Um, was that the build? Yes. As a matter of fact, it was. Which is a rad build. <coughs> yeah, it was made to uh, tie into a roll cage or cross member, anything that yep. you really want it to. Um, but for those of you that don't <coughs> want to permanently mount one and run all the wiring and do all of that, ARB also came out with a portable version of that that comes yep. in a nice pelican hard case. pelican case, um, <coughs> and it just hooks up right to your car battery. You put jumper cables to the battery, and boom, you got instant air. Well, and that's going to be a good <coughs> investment for the guy that has multiple rigs that he wheels. Totally. If he's yep. not wanting to put an air compressor in every single one of them, great. I mean, the, the downfall is obviously you have another case you forgot to haul around and it mm-hmm. takes up space and everything else. But you you also only buy one air compressor and it works in multiple vehicles. Yeah, yeah. Those Airb knocked out of the park and their air up kits too are awesome. You can get them all digital readouts. Um, kind of same same as their air down tools. You can get digital version. You can get an analog version. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So you're again as you're airing up the second you release it gives you the PSI the current PSI readout on your truck so you can get Correct. make sure you get the right PSI on all four tires. Um, now and now me personally with that innovative JK setup, it, which is cool. <clears throat> how do you how do you get the the PSI readout on that? I the tire pressure monitors. It's oh, so you awesome just sit because I just sit like I'll just stand by the driver's seat and watch the gauges and once uh, they get to where I want them, shut it good off. Good to go. So what and what you're talking about when you say you can air up all four tires at one time? Yep, I've got two hoses that come out of the driver's side, two hoses that come out of the passenger side. They, uh, it, it's one that comes out to a T that goes to the front tire and the rear tire on either side. Um, they put together a really slick kit. It comes with the hoses and the, the bracket connection, and it's a quick coupler for a three eighths air hose. You just push it in. Gotcha. Locks right in. Run them out start airing it up and i just watch the tire pressure monitors it might be the only time i've ever been cool with having tire pressure monitors <laughs> Other, otherwise they're just otherwise obnoxious. it's just a warning light that's on all the time <laughs> hey your tire pressure's low and exactly. i'm like i know exactly where my tire pressure is <clears throat> i don't need you telling me my <laughs> business jeep um <clears throat> anything else you want to touch on airing up well there's some other options available aside from totally air compressor and and you know this gets into that whole um, there are two thoughts on it, but uh, Power Tank, they make uh, cool their uh, compressed air setups that uh, you can get a tank big enough to air a 40-inch tire up in, like, no time flat. Real quick. Real quick. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and those options are also really good if, if you've got spatial limitations or even on UTVs if you don't want to add a whole lot of yep. weight or a whole lot of extra strain to your charging system or anything else um they make some utv versions that are a little bit smaller um there's some adapters for tools now so like that pro eagle airlift jack 
mm-hmm. uh, power tank makes an adapter so you can hook it up to the UTV jack and, and get, um, oh, I forget how many lifts. You can get a, a lot, lot of lifts. Yeah, because <coughs> one little CO2 cartridge. If you haven't checked that out, check out four. Yeah, two lifts per cartridge. Two lifts per cartridge. But That's if it. you're a UTV guy listening right now, check out the Pro Eagle Phoenix Jack. Oh, man. Best UTV jack on the market. By Hands far. Down. Small, compact. Lightweight. Lightweight. Works off CO2. Comes with you know, little paintball cartridges. You just screw it in. Yep. Good to go. Push a flip a valve over and... And you get you get all the height you need to get an X3 off the ground. And you've got a lot of wheel travel. A lot of wheel travel. And it'll it'll get it off the ground. But, uh, yeah, power tank is a whole other option. I think I've always shied away from that just because of, um, you know, when it when it runs out and I've had them run out before. Yeah. And I've been like, oh, well, I'm not anywhere near you're the guy borrowing somebody else's compressor. Yeah. And and it's just kind of for me personally, it's kind of nice now. And I know technology with that has changed a lot. Oh, yeah. uh, um, It's probably different now. But those are those are the two thought processes. Uh, like ARB it. did a really good job of making it really simple. I know Power it, Tank it has is. too, and uh, you can buy the uh, compressor, the air up kit, the air down kit. You can get everything all individualized, kind of uh, a la carte, and put it together exactly the way you want, or even individual pieces if you've got a better idea on how you want to build it. Yeah. <clears throat> and again, can't stress it enough. Like gears, it's one of those things that I think gets overlooked on people that are either just entering into the off-road industry, mm-hmm. or um, you know, or just e- don't understand how much of an impact that'll make on yeah. ride quality, yes, and enjoyment, and really overall fatigue. Because at the end of the day, when you've just rattled yourself down a trail because <laughs> you didn't want to get out and air down for five minutes, yeah, it can be it can be rather taxing, and, and that's you don't you don't realize, but you're there for the trip. You want to be able to enjoy it. So. Yep. Yeah, ARB knocked it out of the park, um, and like you said, the supporting companies too that are coming and making all these different kinds of brackets that are vehicle specific, like Innovative JK. I oh, think Motobelt might have some. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of companies out there that are making brackets specific to your vehicle, and what they have done is figured out, okay, it will fit here. This twin air compressor will fit right here in your engine compartment, so there's no questions as to where it needs to go or where to mount it. Um, but yeah, there there's all sorts of cool stuff out there, but that's in a nutshell the importance of airing down and airing back up because you don't want to drive home on flat tires and get in a wreck or lose a bead yeah because you there's a tipping point yeah on <clears> the <throat> tire pressure and you know it when you're driving with it, <laughs> it you're like, feels oh, like hey, you're driving on jello. i'm on marbles <laughs> yeah exactly uh if you guys want to check out any of the stuff to air down or air up go to the website offroadpowerproducts.com on the top menu there just go to vehicles and go to the category onboard air um, and we've got everything listed there, the compressors, the air down tools, the air up tools, um, or give us a call if you have any questions. Or email. Or email. Thanks for tuning in, uh, Coop. Thanks for being here. Booyah. Um, if you guys have questions on a past episode or want a suggested pre- or new episode, new. shoot us an email, uh, podcast <laughs> at offroadpowerproducts.com. As always, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you guys next time. SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube. Oh, good job. Come uh, on. Did you get I don't Google know Play. More. Yeah. Google Play. Google Play. Yeah. Follow us. Any YouTube thing. Go there. Yeah. Type in America's If you have any podcast. questions, splooge them on our way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. okay. No Again, thanks for tuning in. As always, you can find us on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, all the podcasts. Spotify? 
Spotify, all those podcast places. Uh, appreciate you guys listening, and we will see you next time. Booyah! Booyah!